Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Inside Try Show with Helen Murray. This is the podcast that takes a deeper look at the sport with in-depth interviews and special episodes to keep you entertained and inspired while you're training. And we're rolling. Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Inside Try Show sponsored by Long Range Fuel. I'm Helen Murray and this is the weekly podcast bringing you the best interviews in triathlon and beyond. This week's interview is a right old cracker. It is with 2019 ITU world champion Vincent Luis or Vince Luis. So we'll be hearing from him very, very shortly. But first of all, I am really excited to let you know that this week's show and the next three weeks are going to be sponsored by Long Range Fuel. So if you're a bit of a nut butter addict like I am, then listen in. And if you like Nutella as well, Seriously, listen in. <laughs> That's a healthy version. <laughs> so Long Range Fuel is a phenomenally tasty nut butter, but it's also enhanced by cutting edge science. So it boosts your stamina, keeps you calm and alert and bolsters your resilience as well. And along with some of the other regulars who have been doing 645 Yoga Club, I've been lucky enough to try some of this stuff over the past few months. And it really is a cut above your normal nut butters. We're going to hear from the founders a bit later on in the show. But basically, there are four versions of long range fuel. Two to energize and two more aimed at calming you to support your recovery. It comes in pouches and it comes in the jar as well. So good news if, like me, you sometimes go in with a spoon. You can do that as well. And it's great to shove in your back pocket the pouch versions if you're out on a long ride or you're hiking in the mountains or whatever and you just need some really good energy which is easy to digest as well. And even better news, you're going to get a 10% discount with the code INSIDETRY10, all lowercase, over at resilientnutrition.com. Or you can just follow the link, which is in this week's show notes at InsideTryShow.com. Time for this week's interview. ITU world champion Vince Luis is this week's guest. 
the two times Olympian, doesn't really need much of a big introduction, does he? But the Super League champion is on really, really good form in this week's interview. And he opens up quite a lot about life after the Rio Olympics, a trip to Kenya that really gave him a kick up the butt that he needed to rekindle his hunger and love again for the sport, actually, after 2016. He also talks about why he plans to stick at Olympic distance racing, looking ahead to Paris 2024. And he also talks about his love for fashion and his very impressive collection of Nike shoes. So here it is. Enjoy it. Vince Luis, how are you? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Enjoying the, enjoying the Spanish summer and uh, just living your life here in, in Girona in Spain. Yeah. So how long have you been in Girona now? So we've been in and out for a bit uh, for the past few years with my uh, girlfriend Taylor and uh, we decided uh, end of last year to finally kind of settle up a bit more here. And so after the lockdown ends in Spain, we we just drove there and we're here since I would say six weeks now. And how are you enjoying it? Well, it's really good. I mean, I, I kind of like the, the Spanish life, the the rhythm is really is really easy here. You know, the, the the pool is nice. It's an outdoor 50 meters pool. Uh, they have they have good coffee shops. Uh, the rides are amazing and plenty of trails for for running. So everything everything I need, everything I want. So kind of uh, kind of the perfect setup for for a triathlete, I guess. You chose an amazing time to try to move house. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at first, everyone was like saying, oh, mate, you you just bought a house. It's Olympic here. Are you going to do? And I was just like, yeah, it's fine. I'm just going to move in, put a, a mattress on the floor for some months when I'm here. And I don't need anything else, really. I mean, I'm living out of a suitcase and I'm spending my life in hotel rooms. So I'll be fine living in a house without like many things. And it ends up that uh, now we've got plenty of time to do the renovation we wanted to do, to change the things, do the painting, everything. So kind of uh, not so perfect, the perfect uh, window to to be set up in a new house. Quite, yeah, that's pretty true, actually, because I remember uh, speaking to Taylor and she said that she was very excited um, about the renovation side of it. Yeah, it, it's cool. I mean, it's we now have plenty of time to think about it. Uh, we meet a few architects and everything. So it's, yeah, it's cool. It's, uh, it's things that we, we enjoy to do and try to try to make our creativity speaks a bit so yeah it's good better than uh, just reading a training plan and and do it what have the last few months been like for you uh it was uh it was a bit uh, i don't know i mean like for everyone it was a bit special uh i was i was in the u.s uh when everything started because i i decided to flew to Claremont, uh, Florida, when the, the virus uh, started to hit Europe. And uh, I was uh, quite confident the races were still going on. And I was quite confident that I would race in Bermuda in April. But uh, yeah, after after two weeks there in, in Claremont, uh, we, we, we all had to to hit back to head back home so I, I flew back to france uh, i was lucky enough to have a friend that got a, that got a big house with a 25 meter pool uh, in the backyard so taylor taylor drove to to meet me to meet me there and we had a, we had a 12 weeks lockdown at, at his house and that was the perfect uh, training conditions i mean we we rode on the trainer and run on the treadmill but we uh, at least had the pool 
so I stayed there. I stayed there for like twelve weeks, and uh, as soon as the lockdown ends, we we just drove to to Girona and. The, I mean, the situation here is quite normal for now. Um, we just have to book our our swim uh, our swim slots, but except that, we can we can ride and run outside. No, no restrictions. We just have to wear a mask. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Barcelona just get back to a lockdown. to a lockdown, so we don't know. It's it's just a hundred kilometers away, so we we'll see how it evolves. Um, uh, I mean, everyone is just. Working on on eggs, I guess if I if I can say that in English, I don't know. But we're just waiting for what's the what the new the news will be tomorrow, and we we hope to leave uh, next Monday for a camp in Fontromeu in altitude to prepare for the for the races if eventually they 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 happen. What's it been like trying to get your head around the fact that 2020 should have been Olympic year for you and if form had continued, you know, you would have been very much one of the favourites to be on on that podium, hopefully at the top. Yeah, what what's that almost loss of the Olympics for this year been like? Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a weird uh, weird feeling. Uh, we were we were in camp, and at the end of the camp in February, uh, we were about to fly to Abu Dhabi actually for the first race, and uh, and it got cancelled. So that was a lot of of fingering through our minds with my uh, with my teammates and when Abu Dhabi got cancelled and then Bermuda and I mean from April let's say late April early May I was already kind of hundred percent sure that the Olympics um, will be cancelled or at least postponed but I mean there were no way that uh, that they could happen so I wasn't let's say I wasn't disappointed I was just I was just saying, okay, it's fine. I mean, safety first, and people are dying, and we. I'm not. I'm not gonna cry if the Olympics are one year later. Even if I felt really good and I had a, an amazing winter, I felt really strong, and I, I had a, a lot of good sessions during this winter. But it is what it is. You have to accept it, and we're only doing sports. So I was just like really lay back and just saying, okay, what, what we can do for that? I mean, we just. We do not decide. We're just following the the rules, and if we have to wait one more year, we're gonna wait one more year. And it's it's actually one more year of experience. Even even if I'm 31, I think uh, I, I got a lot of experience. But yeah, it's still it. I mean, it did not affect me really. But yeah, it was a for sure a step back. Does this feel like the longest Olympic cycle ever? Like here in the UK, the governing bodies are always talking about four-year cycles and four-year cycles. And you've done, obviously, you did London, you did Rio, and then Tokyo as well. Does this one now feel like, oh, just come on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I was, uh, I was, uh, I don't know. I think they, they, uh, they put back uh, Rio on TV not long ago and I and I was thinking why wow, it's already like four years and it went by quick uh, I, I changed my uh, my training group so I, I, I say that uh, it went really quick for me by having new teammates and everything that was that was two really fun years the, the last two years so I did not really see these four years um, go go by but uh, yeah now it's five years but the next one will be three years so for for a guy like me that is almost at the end of his career, I mean, so it's a good sign. And 
I mean, also for for the sponsors, if all the all the contracts are kind of ending in December 2020, but if they if they resign you for for four years, they have two Olympics in the same in the same contract. So that's that's also a good way to to ask for better contracts for the next four years. I like your way of thinking, Vince. <laughs> 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 that is good thinking. And I was also, it suddenly dawned on me then that actually for you, Paris would be massive. Yeah, yeah, that 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 would be uh that would be great to to race there and obviously having a having a good performance, you know, the, the grand final last year was in Lausanne, which is really close to France and we already had a lot of, of people of supports and there was maybe a first taste or a first taste of what could be what could be the Olympics at home. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it actually. That was that was really nice. Just having my parents, having my, my friends from from school and everything, people that I haven't seen for like ten or fifteen years being there and just being so supportive and having all the people singing the national anthem with you is just something amazing. So I wasn't sure about uh, about racing uh, short distance for for that long, but yeah, as soon as I knew that Paris will be the 2024 Olympics, I was mm, maybe I should I should push a bit a bit more, and even more that now it's only three years after after Tokyo. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a lot about uh, what the result is in Tokyo, and uh, I, I'm not really looking forward to turn long distance. So. Yeah, Paris is definitely another goal in my in my career, and I and I hope I can be I can be fit and still fast enough to to race uh, to race in my uh, home country. Yeah, that that's one of the key things, isn't it? That it's that the speed as yeah, you, as you yeah, get older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because you know I, I'm I'm still a kind of living like a like a kid. I'm still living on an instinct, and I, I'm not really. I don't really feel uh, that I'm 30 or 31. Uh, I, ju- I just feel I'm still in my 20s and just living by instinct. And if I want something, I, I just I just do it. Uh, it. It's hard for me to to think uh, that I'm one of the oldest guy in the in the field right now. But uh, yeah, I still feel young. I, I still feel that I can um, I can build more. I can progress still. I can still have aspects of my. Uh, of my training that I can that that I can improve. So yeah, as soon as I have this feeling, I have, I have the feeling that next year I can be a better year. I think I'll continue. But uh, I mean, I already told my uh, my sponsors and my coach and everyone around me that uh, the day I, I I stand up next to my bed and uh, and I don't want to and I don't want to go outside for training. I'm I'm just gonna go back to bed and stop my career. <laughs> Did you had that feeling after Rio, right? Am I right in saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely. I mean, I had this feeling as soon as I as I took one step after the finish line. I was just, uh, I don't know, not not disappointed. You know, I think the people around me were more disappointed than I was. I was just like, yeah, kind of not lost, but I, I did not really know. I, I, I was more trying to find a sense to all of this. I was just trying to, in my head, that was literally. But why am I? doing this i mean i'm i'm doing a lot of compromise and and sacrificing a lot of stuff and why to finish seventh at the olympic is that really what i want i mean i came there i came there to for a medal and i'm walking away with a seventh place which is uh don't get me wrong but 
it's the same as finishing 25th or 35th. It's, there is no difference. If you don't medal at the Olympics, you, you just, you, I mean, you're nothing. So seventh was good. I mean, it's still seventh at the Olympic and a lot of people will, would like to do it. But based on what I put into this and the, the choices and I, I made, it, it wasn't enough for me. So it took me a bit, took me, let's say 24 hours to, to, to lay back, to realize that that wasn't that bad and to, to just focus on what I could improve and what could be better. And can I be, can I be stronger in four years time? I mean, five years time, but, um, yeah, I just, I just took the decision to, to keep pushing. Uh, I changed a few things, uh, in my, in my daily, my daily basis. And yeah, I'm, I'm now really enjoying what I'm doing and I, I think I would have regret to, to, to stop my career uh four years ago and um all the all the people uh, i met after this were really amazing and they really they really pushed me forward they really helped me to continue and and believe in myself so yeah i'm i'm really i'm really happy that i did not take this decision and that's that's maybe one of the best decisions I, I took in my career but you know i think that's really that's really the thing in a career it's it's the choice the choices you you make that's what that's what makes you a good athlete, a bad athlete, a consistent athlete, and not consistent athlete. That's really about the choice you make. And you really need to have a good group around you to to help you do these choices. Did you almost um, kind of go into <laughs> almost like the, the 2016, 2017 version of lockdown? Um, like, did you sort of hide off from the world for a little bit and switch your phone off and things after after the Rio Olympics? Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I came back to my hotel room, and that, that's funny because you know, in uh, in 2015, I uh, I had a really great, really great season. Uh, I finished third in the world. I won the first World Series ever for for the friend for the for France. And uh, it, it's funny because when everything works for you, you, you have a lot of friends. Yeah, when you're back from a race and you, you your phone is almost the battery is almost empty because you got so many messages and everything. And that's, that's the thing I saw when I came back from my race and I look at my phone and I had maybe like, I don't know, eight to 10 texts. And I was like, so these eight to 10 people are the people I can trust right now. And, and, and that, was, that was a good feeling, uh, except the fact that I, I got a bad race and everyone was disappointed. But yeah, then afterwards, I just flew back home. I did not even attend the closing ceremony. Uh, I flew back home. I just locked myself inside and uh, I just wait for maybe two or two or three or four weeks. I, I can't even remember actually. And I just stayed inside and I, I had a lot of, of, of people like, I mean, these friends coming by and asking me if I needed anything, but I, I think I just needed to think. I just needed to think about what I was doing and why I was doing it. And uh, I remember that my coach uh, at this time showed up and say, okay, um, we're leaving for a training camp in, in four weeks. Are you coming with us? And I did not even ask where it was. And I just said, okay, I'm coming. I mean, I, I need to move from here. I need to find something to motivate me. And it happens that this camp was in Kenya. And that was one of the best thing I ever did. I think that, that really put me back into the training mode. I see how lucky I was to do my sport. And that was really, to be honest, the best thing uh, I ever did. And if any time, like someone that is 
uh, pro athletes like wonder if he, his life is good or if he's happy or whatever. Just just go to one of these countries. Just see what fighting for for food is. Just 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 look at these people and they're just happy. Like the kids were just happy because we we gave them like a candy or or a bottle of water and. You just realize how lucky you are and how good is your life and how stupid you are to complain because you finished seventh at the Olympics. Put everything into perspective. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I remember the, the, the kids, they were, just, they were just amazing. They were just happy, all the smiling. And I, I, showed up, I showed up there and I was just like, like this typic, typical like European like, that as had no idea how lucky he was. And yeah, that was, that was the big point of my career. Just yeah. Get back to, to the basic, just enjoy the process. Uh, be, be grateful for what you have. Did you find Vince at the beginning of your career that you did have more of that mentality when you were younger, because you didn't get everything on a plate at all. Did you? Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's the, yeah, you, you, you had some good words. I, um, you know, my dad came to France when he was 16, uh, from Portugal. That was the period when, uh, France was kind of looking for, for people for different labors. And, uh, yeah, he started, he started working in a car factory actually when he was, when he was 16 and he spent his whole life, uh, working for the same factory, waking up at four and starting to work at five and uh, yeah i mean that was that was uh I, I won't say we were in need but yeah that was definitely not the not the easiest easiest life uh, we had to we had to fight for everything we wanted uh, i did not uh, i did by back then i did not have the last pair of uh, of nike on my feet and uh, <laughs> you know that's 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 a bit cliche but uh, you know Back then, I wanted them, and we couldn't we couldn't offer to buy some. And now I'm paid to to wear Nikes, so it's it's kind of it's kind of funny. But uh, yeah, so that that was my mentality when I was young. And you know, uh, when I started triathlon, a lot of people told me that uh, I wasn't I wasn't made for triathlon. I was too too heavy. I can't run fast, and all this stuff. So I, I just I just had to work hard, and but. Yeah, it was just in my mentality. That was just in the family that we always worked for for what we want. And uh, I think I I kind of lost a bit this around yeah around my I don't know my around two, when I was twenty five, twenty six. I was just like more about living the life, you know, having the lifestyle of a, of a triathlete, but not really how uh, you can call that the the grit, the the willingness of of being the best. I was just. Yeah, I was just happy being like top ten in the world, and I was just like, yeah, like getting on my on my easy side, and yeah, I think this uh, this Olympics in in Rio really like I don't know put me back into the reality. Remember, remind me, reminds me from from where I was and what I went through, and yeah, I just I just a bit lost lost this and yeah I'm, I'm happy this trip to kenya put put everything back in my head and and show me show me how lucky i was and and yeah i i, I won't say i was a different person when i came back but i i would say i was just back to to um to who i am i am ready that's it, it is incredible isn't it the impact that just seeing 
something outside of the bubble and the impact that that can have on you? Yeah, I, I just think uh, us uh, high-level athletes and even more triathletes, you know, we we have a good life. We can't complain. We, we're waking up every morning. We go outside to train. I mean, there is thousands and billions of people every day having to work for a job they don't like to to see every every day a boss that they don't like and work for them and and i mean we're just our own boss we do whatever we want if one day we don't want to train we don't train if one day we want to train differently take another road or whatever we do whatever and and that's our choice i mean if we're not happy we just do something else and i i, I pick to do triathlon and um i'm just I don't know. I, I just now really notice how, yeah, how lucky I am, and I, I want to keep this. I want to keep this thing. I want to keep this this um, this lifestyle. And I think for some years I thought it was granted, and but now I, I know that I have to fight for it. And I'm yeah, I'm I'm just I'm just back to who, to who I was, and and I think still still want more as uh, when I was kid and I'm, I'm still happy to to tell the people that did not believe in me that they were wrong that must be the perfect seriously the perfect position to now be in yeah I mean it's 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 good I, I don't take any pleasure uh, uh, doing that but you know it, it's funny because when I when I started to kind of be good in my junior years there, there is this other French guy uh, Aurelien Raphael, mm-hmm. uh, he won he won worlds junior worlds in uh, 2007, and uh, I finished third. And and that was funny because he was way stronger than me back then, and and a lot of people like predict him a, a really bright future. And I was kind of the underdog, but yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be helpful for him for the next Olympic. That was all 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 of these things, and I was just like. I'm not, I'm not gonna be the I'm not gonna be the, the domestic of anyone. I'm gonna work harder. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my name in in triathlon. I wanna I wanna leave a legacy for French triathlon and for world triathlon. I I don't want to be the guy that helped the guy. I want to be like the guy that that made it by himself and just made his choice and worked hard. And so yeah, that's kind of that's kind of good that I succeed and and I did it and. But I still think it's uh, it's to be continued. It's not done yet. I love honestly, Vince. I love this attitude. It's brilliant. And, <laughs> and you've but you've had it since. Like you have backed yourself since you were younger. And at the time when you were due to, well, society would say you were due to go to university, and your dad was like, you know, off you go to university, and you said. No, I want to go and do triathlon, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a. Back then, that was a scary moment of my life. I think one of the scariest. And uh, but it's it's good fun. We 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 talk about it right now, and it's it's funny, you know. He, I mean, my sister, my sister is uh, I call her the brain. He's she is uh, she is really smart, and and she she did a lot of like studies and everything that I, I don't even remember everything that she did. She is, um, and she's five years, four years older than me. And it's funny because every time in in classroom, I had the same teacher and they were like, oh, you're not as smart as your sister. And I was like, yeah, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. And I remember at the end when I was due to go to university, uh, my dad said, okay, I saved some money for you, the same as your sister, and, and I'm going to pay you 
I'm gonna pay your your university of whatever whatever you want to do. And I and I told him, okay, I want to take the risk. I want to I want to be I want to be a pro triathlete. And and we're talking about 2007, 2008. So being a pro triathlete wasn't really wasn't really a big thing, even more when you were just a just a junior. And uh, he, he told me, listen, you 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 make your choice. Um, I got some savings. You take them. It's gonna pay you first. Uh, you first rent for your apartments, and uh, after after that, don't ask me anything anything else. I don't have anything else to give to you. So if you wanna if you wanna use it for for trying to be a triathlete, do it. But don't don't ask me for more because I can't. And so that was yeah, that was kind of a challenge, and um, that was a that was a tough part. You know, I had to kind of beg for for French team to. To make me sleep in a garage, I had a small bed. I was working a night shift for building bikes in a bike shop uh, to make some money, and still, still training. But yeah, that was a, that was a good part of the life, you know. You you learning what a, what one dollar mean, and uh, yeah, that was that was good learning. That was good learning. That was not tough fun, but uh, at least I know how to build the bike now, and uh, I don't need my mechanic anymore. <laughs> So yeah, that was a yeah that was an interesting part of my life, and um, it, it's funny to think about it now. You know, uh, sitting sitting in in uh, in a house uh, that I, that I just just bought and uh, having a pool in the garden and all all these things, and, and you think you were sleeping in a in a garage uh, 15 years ago. Um, what does your um, dad say? What what's he said to you? you know, when you win in Lausanne? Uh, I don't really, mean, I don't think he said anything, you know. We got a kind of, um, you know, where he's from, I mean, is how he raised us, my sister and me, we're not really like, um, we're not kind of, uh, how would I say that? We're not like this sensitive, uh, empathic and... Yeah. Yeah, we're not like show, showing too much of a, of a feel of emotions of feeling. Yeah. So yeah, I think he was just happy. I think just just seeing him uh, be there with his friends, having some drinks and celebrate and everything. He was just yeah. I think he was proud. Uh, he never you never tell me though. But uh, I think he was uh, yeah. He was just happy, and um, yeah. I mean, just seeing him smiling is is already kind of a success for me. So it's good. And what were your thoughts and feelings when you were crown world champion? Uh, it, it's it, yeah. I've I've told this story uh, already, but uh, when I uh, crossed the line, uh, my first, I was uh, kind of um, I don't know mixed in my feelings because uh, I joined uh, Joel uh, Joel Fio squad uh, summer twenty eighteen. And I obviously joined uh, Mario Mora, who was in the squad for like let's say eight years or something. And so he was he was the reigning world champ. And uh, in 2018 he won. I finished second. And in 2019 I won and he finished second. And I don't know. He, he was going to be the first guy to win four world titles in a row. And I just show up, uh, start to train with him. And basically stole the, the world title from him. And the first thing I did when I crossed the line was to apologize to him and say that I was I was sorry because he raised his hand when I was um, 
in a, at a low point of my career. In, he allowed me to join his training group, and uh, I was just feeling that uh, I owe him I, I owe him something. And by the end, I was just taking away a title from him. So yeah, it was it was a bit weird. But then he he just told me, "Yeah, mate, you you deserve it. You you were the best this year. So enjoy it, and I, I'll be I, I'm really happy for you." So as soon as he said that, that was kind of a relief, you know, just saying, "Okay, I, I can I can enjoy my title." But yeah, in the in the in the last in the finish line, I was, I mean, I knew I knew I got the title, and I was just thinking, "Wow, it's it's really good," but I can't. I, I can't be too happy. Like I mean, just just for just by respect. So yeah, I was just kind of anxious of Mario's reaction, but he's such a nice guy that he just say, "You deserve it. Enjoy. We had a great battle, and on to next year." It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply is that one of the hardest parts about being in Joel Filial's squad that you are so, it comes across that you are so close and then you do have, therefore, those moments like at the finish line in Lausanne? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, yeah, I would say the hardest part is to beat your teammates, uh, your squad mates. Yeah. But if you, if you beat them, that means you, have, you had a really good race. So it's a uh, yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a so so um, feeling, but uh, yeah, it's it's hard. I mean, you know, you you're racing them and you're spending. Uh, I mean, before Lausanne, I spent twenty four seven for seven weeks with Mario. We went up to Flagstaff and then Font, and we were training together, eating together, everything. And you go down and and you have to like fight for two hours. And at the end, uh, one guy will walk home with a world titan and, and the other will walk home with nothing. So it's, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of a, of a weird feeling, but um, it's, it's, so it's good because everyone in the group is smart enough to, and is smart enough to, to know that uh, if you better, you better. There is, no, there is no magic in endurance sport, you know, the, it's not... There is no, there is no luck. There can be some bad luck, but there is mostly good, good athletes versus athletes that are a bit uh, less, less good, I would say. But um, yeah, everyone respect the hard work in our group, and it's, 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 it's what I really like. So yeah, the hardest part is the hardest part is to beat your teammates, but uh, it always means that you, you had a good race. And what what do you think the biggest thing that you have learned 
has been since being with Joel Filio and that squad? Uh, I think I've learned that the the more you train doesn't mean the better you'll be. Uh, I, I was I was like this, you know. I I before I joined this squad, I was doing crazy weeks of training, like amazing loading and and speed and everything. And I, I basically, it's funny because since I joined, I just divide by by two my uh, my training volume. I'm 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 running twice less than than what I was, and I'm running faster. No way. Yeah. yeah. How so does that work? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's 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 crazy. Just I, I like Joel when he says that I'm. My goal is to look at the athlete and and find the minimal the minimal dose of efficient training. He, that means like whatever you do has to make you a stronger athlete, and we don't want to do what like doesn't help you to be stronger. So it, so it's 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 really good because you don't ever do the thing. For sure, we train hard. We still rate thirty hours a week, but I mean thirty efficient hours and that's that's what i like and before i was more about but well, i'm gonna train more and if i train i don't know if i train a lot more uh, maybe a bit a bit of this uh these hours that i do on top of of my uh, of my schedule will be helpful to beat someone but that's not how it works it's it's really about how, how your body reacts how your energies are and how consistent you are in your training i mean if you can average let's say 15 to 20 weeks at 30 hours a week it's gonna be a lot more helpful when it comes to race compared to doing like crazy weeks but needed two weeks of recovery behind it so yeah i just i think i learned that i learned that um training more than people doesn't mean you're gonna be stronger at, uh, at the next race and it, it has been really helpful and it really helped my uh, my confidence i think and what would you say you have learned the most from your wonderful and lovely girlfriend Taylor. <laughs> yeah, she's she's uh, she's helping me for sure. She's uh, you know she's really fresh into the the triathlon world. Uh, she raced her first World Series in 2015, and uh, it's funny that she's really on top of some things that I'm really bad at. Like and, what? Uh, well, like the um, the food. I'm really a guy that uh, I, I don't cook at all, so. I'm I'm always going out for for lunch and dinner, a bit like Jake Burswistle, and we kind of we kind of the same. <laughs> so she's really helping me. So it's it's good because when we eat at home, we can have some more healthy meals, and we also save time. So it's so it's really good. She's also helped me a lot with the with the recovery, um, going to bed early, doing the, the stretching, everything, planning the massage, and and all of this stuff. So she's more about the. You know all the all the like peripheric uh, stuff that I wasn't that I was maybe a bit lazy to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's been she's been really helpful for that. Um, and and yeah, that's good. That's also a good a good way to to remember the, the the basics because as as much as you train and with the experience, you think you know things, but you you finally forgot what's the basics of uh, of training and everything. So it's really good. She also has a good point of view on all the um, you know the commitments that sometimes I have to do before before races I mean in Lausanne I was I was really tired for the race I wasn't that wasn't my best race and um, back uh, afterwards we just we just like 
took a seat and started talking and she said, I did not tell you, but you, you spend a lot of time commit, committed to like media stuff and mm. for your federation and, and having dinner with people and, and all these things and you should have recovered. And, and yeah, that's true because when you're in your bubble and you're doing the things and you're going to be maybe world champion, don't think about all these stuff, but she's, she can see it. She has a outside eye and she can see it. So it's, it's good to, to have a, to have a, her thought about it. And yeah, she's been really helpful for, for having a, an external vision of what I'm doing outside of training. And that's really interesting. Cause she, I remember her saying that if you were to cut up an onion, she said you would do it so so precisely like your attention uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's my problem i'm i'm just um uh i won't say i'm meticulous but i'm i'm just uh, really careful about some stuff i'm just if if i do something i just wanted to do it like perfect i mean like I don't know, like stupid things, like cleaning my bike. I just, I, I, I will never like just take a horse, like rinse my bike and put it back on the rack. I will never do that. I'm, I need like at least an hour to clean my bike. I just like, I don't know. I, I, every time I got a new pair of shoes, I take all the laces off and I lace them like really perfect after. I got some, I got some stuff like this that I, I don't know. I, I, I feel that I, that I prefer to do it my way. And yeah, if, if she asked me to to cut like a veggie or an onion or whatever, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it perfect because I just like it to to be well done. I mean, I just if if I have to do something, I prefer to do it like really perfect than just wasting just wasting my time doing something that I don't like. Are you superstitious as well? No, no, not really. I, I was I was a bit before, but you know, since yeah, since with the experience and everything, I just noticed that sometimes. I think in, in in the sport we're doing, we have to adapt more than 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 predicting. So um, yeah, I'm just I'm just going as I feel. I'm more going by instinct now. And no, I'm not I'm not really superstitious. I don't I don't believe in any routine or a- anything. I'm I'm just yeah I'm just I'm more and more trusting my instinct now than than whatever things I whatever thing I did and and worked and I think it will work again. Or I, I don't really mind about it. You sound a bit more chilled out. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, before I was, uh, as soon as I get off the plane, I need to reach the hotel having a run. So sometimes I just, I was, I remember races in 2013, 2014, I was running on a treadmill hotel. I was at like 10, um, thir- like half past midnight, just because that was my thing. I had to run when I get off the plane. So if your plane got delayed, I don't know. You 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 transfer is late, and you get a, you get at the hotel at midnight. It doesn't matter. You have to run. So I just jump on the treadmill, running for nothing because after you can't sleep and you just you just completely screwed up your race. But I don't know. I I believed so much in these kind of things that I was just doing them. But um, no, I'm better with that now. I just I just say okay. If I don't have time to run, I run tomorrow. It's fine. That must be quite um quite a relief actually for you. Oh yeah, it, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it, uh, it's, it's really my life is a lot more easier like right now. I mean, it, uh, it really, it really gives you more, more time. More, uh, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's just, it's just easier. You just don't, don't believe in, in stupid stuff, and you just believe that what you, what you do is, what you do is good, and what your coach is, is saying is a. Uh, 
is is a good thing for you because he he thinks he thinks for you that's his job and and yeah and I mean when you train with a uh, eight to fifteen people that are the maybe the the tenth best in the world and they're doing the same thing as you and they they just don't care if they run twenty five minutes instead of thirty minutes you just say okay it's fine I can I can run twenty five minutes it's all right love that love that and and Vince you said um, long course doesn't really appeal so after let's say after paris olympics would you like to go into the world of fashion uh yeah maybe uh i don't know i I got uh you know i really like what is uh what is like yeah fashion creativity the designers uh everything about uh, i'm collecting sneakers the shoes uh you know i'm i'm I, i really like like the the street culture, you know, everything. How many, how many pairs of shoes do you have? Well, I don't know. I would say 500 each. <gasps> yeah, yeah I, got, I got a lot. <laughs> oh um, so, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of all of this. Uh, I'm not really about the hype. I don't like uh, I don't like the things to have the thing. I just like the... The culture, I like the um, the history behind the models, why why they made it, uh, how it's how it's done, and what's the history behind it, and that's that's more, yeah. I mean, I grew up kind of in the I won't say in the in the street, but kind of with my friends, and and that was just the the outfit was made to be practical. We we have to do we have to do everything with with the outfit. So I, I just like this thing that now. You know, when you look in the street, there is everyone is wearing like sneakers, whoever. Mm-hmm. And I, I just like this thing that uh, it, it just it just uh, it's just a trend now, and uh, it 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 came from the street, and now it's a trend. And I think there is many more to do in the in the fashion industry with creativity and everything. So yeah, I would I would like to work in this. Uh, with with Taylor, we start to design uh, some stuff in the house, the furnitures and everything. So. It's it's a really cool it's a really cool project. I got tons of ideas and yeah, you know, I'm 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 really good at this. Doing uh, even like giving feedback to the sponsors on on the shoes, on the bike, on 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 everything. I, I really like it. And and as as Taylor say, I'm really like meticulous and all this stuff. So if I have to to go a feedback for like to to give a feedback for a pair of shoes, it can yeah, it can last for a really long time. I, I can I can hear the passion in your voice talking about it. So five hundred <laughs> pairs. Which is your favorite, and wh- what's the most expensive pair that you've got? Well, uh, if I would have, it's hard. It's a hard question. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A no, it's a stupid question. question. Uh, if if I would have to pick a favorite pair, I would go for. Um, it's called the 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 Nike the Nike. Uh, only collecting Nike shoes. Okay, okay. Is, uh, and that, is yes. that because you're sponsored by them? <laughs> uh, no, I I all I like uh, even before I was sponsored by uh, the brand with the three stripes, but I was already collecting <laughs> Nikes underground. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but back then I had to pay for them, but now it's it's better. Um, so yeah, if I have to pick one pair, I will go for the Nike, the Yeezy second version, Red October. So why? Because it's it's a discontinued pair, and that was before 
so Kenny West was working with Nike before, and now he moved to Adidas. So this pair is dead stock. Uh, Kenny moved to Adidas, so it's it's never gonna be released again. And uh, but it's 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 still an expensive pair. I think it's now on the on the release market. It's maybe five to six grand, I think, for for a pair in a size. Because matter of the size, it's more or less expensive. But in my size, eight and a half, eight and a half, uh, yeah, it's five grand maybe. And the most expensive pair, it's a pair of uh, Nike Mag. So I don't know if you remember in the in the movie Back to the Future. Yeah. He's putting his uh, his feet in an auto lace uh, auto lacing shoe. Yeah. <laughs> and that's this pair. So it's been on auction for uh, for this actor that actually has a disease, and so he put Nike made this pair, put it on auction to raise money for his foundation. And so it, they were really hard to get. Basically, yeah. you cannot get them when they were released. So I had to to buy them from. Um, from the resale markets and uh, I got a good offer, but I think now they're worth, uh, I don't know. I mean, they're worth the price. You can sell them. I'm kind of checking online right now. What's the price, but uh, they might be in my size, um, 40 to 50 grand, maybe. My word. It's a event. It's a whole new world. It's, it's fascinating. (laughs) Yeah. It's even, yeah, it's more expensive. That's what I thought. It's actually, yeah, one pair is now sale for eighty-three grand. So <laughs> there you go. The... Yeah, yeah, it's insane. It's, but the sneakers market is insane. Yeah, it's, it's but it's just it's just a it's just almost a daily job. So I miss I'm missing a I'm missing a lot of pairs, but I'm trying to get some. But it's it's takes a lot of time. But I like it, so it's 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 good. I'm just. Sometimes a bit boring with people when I'm sticking to my phone because there is a new release and I have to be awake and make sure I, I, I'm getting the shoes and everything. But yeah, it's a, it's a all it's a different world. It's kind of it's between art and and just collecting things. So yeah, it's cool. But uh, the thing is, um, I'm wearing most of my pairs. Yeah. So okay. So I was going to ask, do you yeah. wear them? Obviously yeah. not that one. I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, um, a stalking guy. I'm not stalking the pairs. I'm, I'm not speculate on them. I'm not. I'm not willing to resell any pair. I'm just. I'm just rocking them. I'm just walking with them every day. Whatever. I'm just riding on my electric bike with my. Uh, with my pair of sneakers. I, I don't. I don't care. I mean, it's just. I mean, shoes are made to be to be worn, and uh, I just like them. I just like the history behind them, the, the different materials they use, what the what the designer think when he was doing the shoe and everything so yeah i'm just wearing them i mean shoes are made to be worn not to be not to be like displayed or or whatever you could wear a different pair of shoes for well a good year and a half every day yeah easy and (laughs) it means that i that i don't buy any new pair of shoes because i think i'm buying a pair of shoe every like seven days or ten days so yeah it can be endless this is awesome. This is awesome. Right, Vince, I've I've loved chatting. I've loved learning about uh, trainers as well as everything else. And um, good luck for the races if they do go ahead this season. Fingers crossed they will. So good luck for the camp. And uh, yeah, best wishes for 2021. Yeah, thank you, Ellen. Thank you for, for having me in the show. And yeah, I hope we can, we can speak about races one day. Thanks for listening to the Inside Try Show. 
If you want to get in touch or get a little bit more information on anything, then reach out to Helen on Instagram or Twitter at Inside Tri Show. Do let us know what you made of the interview. And if you do like what I do and you want to support me, then you can buy me a coffee every month by becoming a patron of the podcast. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash inside try show and it is much appreciated. Thank you very much as well. If you got in touch with me to let me know what had made you smile last week. Jude said it was a day mountain biking in the sunshine, which sounded utterly bliss. And Laura said it was finally being able to get together for a family celebration. We'll come on to my wins very, very shortly. What's been making me smile over the last week. But I did say that you were going to hear more from new sponsors, Long Range Fuel, who make incredible nut butters to boost your performance. So here's Dr. Greg Potter. Long Range Fuel is a product that my friend Ali McDonald and his wife Beth and I have been developing recently. And what it basically is, is a product that someone can take on the go to sustain their mental and physical performance. And it came about because we needed it. So Ali and I have done some work with various athletes over the years. And late last year, we were helping two athletes, Max Thorpe and Dave Spellman, get ready to row the Atlantic in the Talisker Whiskey Challenge. And we were helping them specifically with their nutrition. And as you can imagine, rowing the Atlantic is pretty arduous and requires a lot of calories. So what they needed was they needed something that was easy to digest and tasty and compact and contained lots and lots of calories per unit of mass but that also nourished them and supported their performance during this very stressful time. And so we started playing around with various different iterations of what eventually would become long range fuel. And after many different cycles of product testing, we eventually settled on a combination of different ingredients. So long range fuel is it's based on a mixture of gourmet nut butters. So not boring old peanut butter, but different nut butters such as pecan and hazelnut and almond and cashew and coconut, depending on the specific flavor. So using those very nutrient dense nuts as the base of the product, we then add certain things to it for specific performance outcomes. So for example, all the different long range fuels contain ashwagandha, which is derived from a plant. It's been used in Ayurveda for millennia. We use a very specific type of ashwagandha called KSM66 ashwagandha, which is the most widely used form of ashwagandha in research. And ashwagandha has numerous positive effects, including on things like how well people feel and immune function. But perhaps the best characterized of those effects is that it helps people cope with stress. And that's both physical stress and stress arising from mental stresses. But also there's some evidence showing that it can support endurance exercise performance and adaptations to strength and power exercise too. So in addition to that, we also have caffeinated versions of long range fuel too for those times when people want an extra boost. And the quantity of caffeine that's in them isn't excessive, but it is enough to get the desired effects. And those include, of course, improvements in how alert we feel and our attention. If you consume enough long range fuel, then the amount of caffeine in it is likely to positively affect your exercise performance too, both in endurance 
exercise and in strength of power exercise. And in addition to caffeine, we add a so-called non-dietary amino acid called L-theanine. And L-theanine is found in abundance in green tea. And people may have noticed that when they drink green tea, unlike when they drink coffee, they don't feel jittery. And it might be that L-theanine in part underlies that. It tends to promote relaxation, but it's also been shown to positively affect thinking speed. So the combination of L-theanine and caffeine is really nice because you, you get that boost in alertness and physical prowess from the caffeine but that's also combined with the relaxation promoting effects of l-theanine such that someone is alert but relaxed and they still experience those physical performance effects and then a little bit later on we'll also have high protein versions of long-range fuel which we're currently trying to refine and and for those versions we'll only use the highest quality protein which going by the digestibility of the protein, as well as the composition of the amino acids that make up the protein, is whey protein. And we'll probably add certain things to it to further optimize the amino acid profile of the products. And basically what you end up with is something that isn't just another nut butter. It's a, it's a nut butter, which is not only absolutely delicious, obviously I'm biased, but they're, <laughs> but they're, they're really, really good but also something that actually meaningfully improves your physical mental performance. And it comes in several flavors. So there's a cinnamon and cashew flavor, which might be my favorite. There's a dark chocolate and hazelnut one, which is great if you're a chocolate fiend. There's a pecan and coffee one. And then for people who are on ketogenic diets, so very low carbohydrate, very high fat diets, there is a coconut one too. So that's really... The, the main information about the products but we're just trying to go about this in the right way so you'll notice for example that the product both combines foods that we've consumed for a long period of time so nuts for example our, our paleolithic ancestors were consuming those with cutting edge ingredients in appropriate doses that the state of the science research has shown have certain effects on our body and we also try and make sure that we, we do this in an environmentally friendly way. So that was quite a big monologue. But basically, if, if people want something that they can just grab, stick in their pocket, take with them at the start of a hard day, whether it's a hard day on the bike, on the track, or just sat in front of the computer and doing really focused, cognitively taxing work, then we think that long range feels a pretty good option. And is it like a a gel or more of a um, more of a nut butter consistency? It's it's more of a nut butter consistency. It's a little bit runnier than most nut butters. It's not runny, but what I mean by that is, if you look at the pouches that it comes in, the pouch design almost looks like it could be a gel. Or it's actually the just the the packaging alone is somewhat similar to something like Capri Sun. Mm-hmm. But that's for practical purposes, of course. So, so one, we we wanted to minimise our use of plastic, but two, it's it's very easy to put it in your pocket, and because of the way that it's designed, you can just need it to make sure that it's evenly mixed. You you obviously had this for the guys rowing across the Atlantic, and you've said it's great if you're at the computer working uh, on cognitive things as well. So, I guess if you are about to go and do a triathlon or triathlon training or, or whatever perfect 
yeah we we hope so and and our feedback so far has been really positive I, I know that we've pinged you some Helen so hopefully we'll get the chance to try some shortly and, and let us know what you think but it's it's been overwhelmingly positive I know Ali who who's the co-founder on the project basically lives off them I mean <laughs> I don't know how I feel about me saying that but every time I speak to him on Teams or Zoom which is often multiple times a day he'll have a pack of the stuff they'll be squeezing down his gullet <laughs> I can confirm their stuff is blooming tasty. It's really, really good. Straight from the jar, fantastic. In a pouch, absolutely brilliant. So you can get a discount, a 10% discount with the code InsideTry10, all lowercase. Just head over to resilientnutrition.com. And if the name and voice of Dr. Greg Potter sounds a little bit familiar, that's because I did a longer interview with him back in April about sleep. So you can go back and check out that episode about how to improve your sleep. So my wins for you this week. Well, at the very, very top, 100 days of yoga. We made it. We so made it. And um, yeah, I can't quite believe it, actually, that I have done 100 days of yoga. I do feel way, way better for it. Do I want to carry on? Yes. Do I want to do it five mornings a week? At this precise moment, I think I want, now that I can do a bit more swimming, I do want to do a bit more swimming, but will I carry on with yoga? Absolutely. It's been a total game changer for me. And just generally, I think my posture is better. My balance is better. So yeah, there's been loads of benefits for doing it. Yeah, I've booked a slot in an actual swimming pool and that's, I will have swum actually by the time you listen to this. So that's another win, I hope. We'll find out. And then TRR Nutrition, I'm going to be hosting a webinar for them all about nutrition and performance with Crowe, so Craig Alexander and Dr. Eva Caniero. So you might have joined in with that by the time this goes out or you might have seen about it on social media. So yeah, really, really excited about that. So this week's show has been sponsored by Long Range Fuel, but thanks too to 33fuel.com and comfuel.co.uk for their continued support for natural and yummy energy and protein bars and award-winning ultimate daily greens. 33fuel.com is the place to go. Use the code InsideTry33 for a discount at checkout. But if pick a mix is a bit more your thing and you want different energy products, face masks, gels, water bottles, then pop over to comfuel.co.uk and you can get a 20% discount on everything simply by using the code InsideTry. So until next week, I hope you enjoyed the interview with Vince Luis. Look after yourself, look after those around you. Thank you so much for listening and we'll speak again then. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.